I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, October 4th, and we're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Also, we welcome those that are listening on the radio app and those on the podcast. Uh, Thank you for tuning in today on Facebook, and thank you for uh, watching on YouTube. We're glad to have you on another beautiful uh, Wednesday here in October. Just this weather has been incredible, and uh, I'm not exaggerating. If you're local, then all you have to do is step outside and just see it for yourself. It is absolutely amazing, and I thank the Lord for this time of year, and I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're having a good day. Uh, I hope it's been a good week for you. I still am rejoicing in the great day we had on Sunday, and I'm very excited, of course, about our service tonight here at Victory Baptist Church, 7 o'clock. Our uh, prayer meeting, our Bible study, we're in the book of Revelation. Our Teens on Target will be meeting tonight. Our Master Clubs are meeting, and it's going to be a great night. And by the way, you need to be in your church. If you have a church uh, that you go to, it should not just be a church that you always reference, but you never go to. It ought to be a church that you are there. And uh, don't just go, but uh, but show up and be happy and encourage somebody. Get involved and uh, ask the Lord to do something in your heart tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to a great service here. We had a great uh, morning this morning at the school. We had our school chapel services. Uh, Brother uh, Daniel preached to our elementary. Brother Nathan, uh, of course, he's in the studio uh, almost every day. He and Brother David kind of uh, trade off. But uh, Brother Nathan preached to the high school and middle school, did a great job. And it was just a great day. And I thank the Lord for our school, all of our teachers and students. Uh, God has been so good to us, and we are so, so thankful for uh, His blessings upon us. We're looking forward to our harvest party on Saturday evening at the school property from 5 to 7. And I hope you'll come. There's not a charge for it. Uh, We'll have food, and uh, we'll have a lot of good fellowship. We'll have games and uh, have activities for the kids. And uh, I know there there will be inflatables for the kids. There will be a hayride for everybody. There will be a bonfire. And, uh, of course, did I mention food? There will be food. And uh, if for no other reason, I'd come for that. Uh, But I hope you plan to come. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. Saturday. I think that's right. I saw I saw one day there's a chance of rain, Friday or Saturday. I forget which one it is, but let's pray for a good day on Saturday. And then Sunday. I'm excited about all day Sunday, but especially Sunday evening. Uh, we'll have the Lord's Supper, and that's always a very special service. I'm looking forward to a great time together uh, with our church family this weekend. And uh, also, of course, tonight will be a great time uh, for our midweek service. Happy birthday today to Andy Steele. Uh, I got to see uh, Andy and uh, of course, he's one of our students in the school. His birthday is today. And then a happy anniversary uh, to Billy and Kathy York today. I hope you have a wonderful day. And then a happy anniversary to Fats and Nora Warren. And Brother Fats, Miss Nora, I hope you have a great day. We thank the Lord for you. Let's pray for our church. Let's pray for our school. Let's pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for all of our ministries. Uh, let's pray for one another. We'll have our prayer meeting tonight, but Miss Odell was uh, telling me this morning, and I'd already seen the, the list that she sent, but a lot of folks to pray for, a lot of needs. And I'm thankful that we can go to the Lord in prayer and that He is faithful 
uh, and uh, he hears our prayer. He answers our prayer. He is able uh, to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. I'm looking forward to the service tonight, but let's pray for one another. Let's go to a song. Here's a great song uh, by the uh, Millennial Quartet, Somebody Loves Me. And right after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Hebrews 11. Savior and he's in love with me. He is with me from day to day. What a friend is he. Watches over me while I sleep. Hears me when I pray. I'm as happy as I can be and I now can say somebody loves me, answers my prayers. I love somebody, I know he cares. Somebody tells me not to repine. That somebody is Jesus and I know he's mine You'll be happy if you will let Jesus have his way He has work for us all to do every passing day Feed the hungry and cheer the sad for the sinner pray You'll have joy that you never had and you then can say Somebody loves me, answers my prayers I love somebody, I know he cares Somebody tells me not to repine That somebody is Jesus and I know he's mine Then at last when our work is done He will call us home To a mansion he has prepared Never more to roam We'll sit down by the riverside Cares all passed away And with never a pain to bear What a happy day Somebody loves me, answers my prayers I love somebody, I know he cares Somebody tells me not to repine That somebody is Jesus and I know he's mine Somebody loves me, answers my prayers I love, I love somebody, I know he cares Somebody tells me not to repine That somebody is Jesus and I know he's mine that somebody is Jesus and I know he's mine. Hey man, that's a great song. Somebody tells me not to repine. That somebody is Jesus. I know he's mine. Of course, uh, you got to have words that rhyme in songs. So they chose to use the word repine. What does that mean? We don't use that word a lot today, but I think we had that I think the choir sang that song on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. But that word repine, it means to fret. Uh, it means to, to murmur. It means to be discontent. And, uh, you know, you don't have to be discontent. You don't have to be fretting and worried. Uh, here's, here's a good word. We use this word a lot, stressed. You don't have to be that way uh, because Jesus loves you. And Jesus cares about you, and I'm so glad for the love of God. Uh, there is nothing that can separate us from the love of Christ. Uh, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or nakedness or peril or famine or sword? Uh, nay, none of those things. In all these things, uh, we are more than conquerors 
uh, through Jesus Christ our Lord, through Him that loved us. And I'm glad somebody loves me, and I'm glad He loves you too. Uh, Jesus loves me, this I know. Let's look at Hebrews 11, and we're in verse number 30. We're getting towards the end, um, especially of the list of the, the heroes of the faith. There are some that are unnamed, and we'll, we'll guess at some of those as far as from the description. I think we'll probably be right. But we still have a few more names of, of heroes that God mentions specifically by name. Hebrews 11, verse 30, it says, By faith the walls of Jericho fell down, after they were compassed about seven days. Now, we know who this is. We know that this was Joshua uh, who led the children of Israel. But I think it's interesting that the Bible doesn't say the walls fell down for Joshua, but the walls fell down for Israel because they compassed about, they, they encircled about uh, Jericho. It took faith for all of those people to say, yes, we will believe God. We will march around that city. Uh, we will perhaps even look foolish to the enemy because we're not attacking. Um, we're not strategizing. We're just doing a very simple task of just walking around the walls of the city. But, but why did they do that? They did it because of faith. Let's, let's talk for a minute about this verse. By faith, the walls of Jericho's, Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. The children of Israel came out of Egypt. Remember, we talked about that these last few days. They came out of Egypt. They came through the Red Sea, and they did those things by faith. They came out of Egypt by faith. They uh, went through the Red Sea, dry ground, by faith. But then they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Did they do that by faith? Nope. <laughs> uh, you could say there was some faith involved, but why were they even in the wilderness? Because of a lack of faith because they did not believe God, because they murmured, because they complained and said, God brought us out here just to kill us. It would have been better for us if we had stayed in Egypt than to, you know, starve to death out here. No, no, no. Friend, they, they wasted 40 years uh, because they complained, because they did not have faith that God would do what he said he would do. So Joshua and Caleb were the two of those 12 spies Joshua and Caleb were the two spies who had faith. They believed God. They said, we are able. Yes, there are giants. Yes, there are big, 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 big walls with the cities. And yes, we're, we're, we may be small compared to them, but our God is greater. Our God is able. There were two that had faith. By the way, those were the only two over 20 years of age that were allowed to go into the promised land. All the rest of the Israelites, 20 and above, they wandered in the wilderness and they died off one by one. And it wasn't until they were dead and gone that then the children of Israel were able to enter the promised land. Joshua and Caleb, they were allowed to enter the promised land. The life of victory, how? By faith. So they get into the promised land and they're, they're coming to the, the Jordan River. And before they get to the Jordan River, Joshua sends two spies to Jericho. Now, why did he send two spies? Well, one, God told him to send two spies. But two, don't you know for Joshua, he's thinking, we're not doing a repeat of 40 years ago. I'm not sending 12, and I'm not leaving any opportunity for, for a bunch of these rascals to come back and say, oh, no, 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 no. He sent two. Those two spies, uh, they went into Jericho. Uh, this was a massive city. Jericho was a fortress-like city. 
It was the biggest and strongest city in all of Canaan. And isn't it interesting, God chose for them to conquer that one first. Uh, you know, that's a good lesson for us. Sometimes it's the, it's the big things that we ought to take on first rather than procrastinating and putting them off. But God instructed Joshua on how they were to cross the Jordan River. Uh, the priests were to lead the way and take the Ark of the Covenant. And when the priests stepped into the water, uh, step by step, the waters parted. Well, when they got down to the, the, the middle, when they got to the bottom, of course, the waters were all parted. And the priests were to stand in the middle of that Jordan River as all the people passed through uh, on dry ground. And then when all the people passed through, there were 12 men, one from every tri tribe, that got a stone and they put those stones uh, in the middle of the Jordan River as a memorial. And they put some on the banks of Gilgal as well. But they, they did those things for memorial. So God told them exactly how they were supposed to cross Jordan. But then God told them exactly how they were supposed to conquer Jericho. And let me tell you, that took faith because God could have knocked the walls down before they ever got there. God could have sent an earthquake. God could have sent fire and brimstone. God could have done whatever he wanted to, but he didn't. He let them go to Jericho and march around the city one time every day for six days. And then on the seventh day, they were to march around the city seven times. That is 13 times they had to march around this massive city and nothing happened. I don't think the walls were shaking. I don't think the rocks were starting to fall. I don't think the people were seeing any signs of any movement from those walls. I think those walls were as solid uh, on the, the first time as they were the, on the 12th the, the time as they were the first time. But there was that 13th time they marched around. And when they got all the way around that last time, God had told Joshua to have the priests blow the trumpets, have the people shout. The Bible says the walls came down. God did that. But can I tell you, that took faith. And you know, I think the, the, the battle of Jericho, I think is a great reminder for us of how that our lives must be lived by faith, just day by day. There are some days where you don't see anything happen. Uh, there were some days when they marched around the city of Jericho, nothing, absolutely nothing happened. But they obeyed and they did it by faith. You know, some days you read your Bible and you maybe don't get a lot out of it. Some days you pray and you don't feel like you're, you're getting through to heaven. Some days you come to church and maybe it just, Boy, it just didn't really do anything for you. But boy, I tell you, there's some days where God breaks through and God speaks and God works in your heart. And can I tell you, sometimes the miracles don't always come right away. Sometimes it takes 13 times of marching around the city. Sometimes it just takes faith to believe God, to obey God, to trust God. And the children of Israel had faith. They were willing to go. They did it God's way. There were seven priests with seven trumpets. And it was the seventh day the seventh time around the city that God showed up and God did a miracle. And by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. I want to tell you, God can do it for you. I don't know what your Jericho is, but I want to say God is greater and God is able. And by faith, we can see the walls of Jericho come down. I hope that helps you today. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll look forward to seeing you tonight for the midweek service. If you can't be here, I hope you tune in online, listen on the radio, but don't miss the service tonight. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. 
If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.